Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children 18 plus, you are tuned in to the Loan Officer Podcast with me, Dustin Owen, and my main man, Jay-Z. John Coleman. Yo, what is popping? So I am so sick and tired of listening to myself, John. Why? Well, because you just hold me up in the office, door shut. Yes. And we had to go through video upon video upon um, video, video so that you can get this website launched. Yep. And as I did the intro, mm-hmm. which I've now done the intro like that well over 100 times. 180 to be exact. No, I have not done the I intro know. that way 180 times. Right, this right. may be episode 180, John, right, but right. no, it took us like... 70, 80, 100, maybe. No, like, yeah, at what point have we, we found our voice, we found our cadence, probably 40 or 50 episodes. Mm-hmm. Right? It was like episode 41 put us on the map. Yeah. Right? That one still today on YouTube has the most views. Yeah. I would love for our listeners tuning in to find some other episodes that would compete with episode 41. Like, was it 41 or 43? 41. 41. Right. Yep. Um, and obviously, it's harder to track those that listen to us on Spotify or on Apple or on Stitcher mm-hmm. or really anywhere else where people find podcasts yep. because they don't track as easily as YouTube. Yeah, like, yeah, I can yeah. log into YouTube. I'm like, oh, this video has this many views. Correct. And LinkedIn does it, too. Like, I've been posting some video clips that you do up on, mm-hmm. the, on our LinkedIn, both my personal as well as the business page. And I know yeah. you put the clips on our Instagram account yeah, as well as Facebook, TikTok. a little bit on TikTok, yeah, right? Sure. So anyone looking for us, like we are everywhere at the Loan Officer Podcast, or if you ever want to connect with me, I'm Dustin Owen on LinkedIn. But yeah, so you made me sit for an hour and watch clips um, of us doing our thing. If you wanted them to be properly titled and described, I would hope so. Yes, so that we can <laughs> properly and describe them, but I'm kind of sick and tired of listening to my voice. And for anyone who's never had the opportunity to be on air mm-hmm. or on a podcast, you put on these headphones and you mm-hmm. get in front of the mic and the headphones help you hear better, but they mm-hmm. also help you hear yourself better. Yep. So the whole time that I'm talking, I'm also taking it in. Mm-hmm. I'm like, man, I just had to listen to that guy talk for an hour, hour. John. Now yeah. you're going to make me do it again? Well, let's hey, let's just keep this episode short like you always say. 20 or 30 minutes. <laughs> keep this one short, guys and gals. Oh, man. You know, um, not being long-winded yeah. and showing up to places early. Mm, if I, I could figure those two things out, sure. I think more people would like me. That's, I think I'd have more friends, John. You don't need any more friends, as you always said. Well, you know, I don't need any more friends because I'm meeting new friends like Jason Parker. There you go. Shout, Shout out, out Jason First Parker. First Commonwealth mortgage up in Kentucky. Yeah. Yeah, so... If you look, the, the centerpiece. We've never yes. had this centerpiece before. No. Shout out to Whiskey Row. Shout out, Whiskey Row. So Jason Parker is a listener mm-hmm. of the show, and he and I have connected via LinkedIn. And um, I once lost a friendly wager or bet to him when my UCF Knights traveled up to Louisville, Ooh. Kentucky, to take on the Louisville Cardinal, and they lost. By a lot or a little? Um, By a little. Did they cover the spread? They, no, because we were favored. Oh. But what we lost was our starting quarterback, mm, our oh, starting running back, oh. and our starting wide receiver. Oh, that's why. And our starting center didn't even play in the game. Mm. Not making excuses, Jason. But Just saying. But nonetheless, so um, we're going to dedicate this episode to Jason because not only did he provide the centerpiece, yeah. it's a pretty badass centerpiece. It is. Um, he's like, yeah, I hope you enjoy the whiskey. I'm like, that's too awesome of, not, of a bottle to thanks, open. Thanks, can never open it. Thanks, Jason. Yeah, correct. Yeah, you need to send two. Correct. I'm going to have to start <laughs> looking for my a way for me to buy my own bottle of whiskey rose so I can yeah. enjoy it. Maybe when I'm up in Nashville in January, I can do that. Speaking to the universe. Maybe I'll be close enough to Kentucky then. Or maybe this is a Nashville uh, distillery. I don't know. I don't know. But, uh, but no, and then Jason also had asked me in, in a conversation he and I were having via LinkedIn. He's like, hey, 
I know you've done some episodes on scripting, mm-hmm. but I can't find any that do X, Y, or Z. And they're basically what I deemed realtor rebuttals. Mm. So I'm like, hey, John, let's do an episode. Why don't you title it realtor rebuttals? Yep. And we're going to dedicate it to something that Jason and his team uh, over at First Commonwealth Mortgage had been working on or trying to work through. Okay. Also, shout out to another listener, Jeremy. And Jeremy, I'm going to butcher your last name, but I think it's Crudup or Crudup. Okay. He's with Fairway Lending out of Nevada. Shout out, Jeremy. And uh, he hit us up and he's like, same kind of similar to Jason. Hey, I see some episodes on scripting, but um, can you do some more? Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, once John gets TLOP online launched, we have discussed yep. being able to have more tools and more resources for things like scripting. So we will. Mm-hmm. Um, some of that's going to be for free. Some of that's going to be for those that subscribe, just full disclosure. Mm-hmm. And um, But maybe today, Jeremy can also find some of what he was seeking. Yeah. Because of the 180 episodes, I promise you, almost every episode has some form of scripting in there. Yeah. But it might not be titled yeah. scripting. Right, you may have to listen and be like, "Oh, that's a cool nugget. Let me write that down." Mm-hmm. Or you may have to listen twice so that you can actually comprehend or take it in and have it resonate. Yep. So let's talk about scripting as it pertains to like realtor rebuttals. Okay. So the first rebuttal that I feel like a younger loan originator is going to receive from a real estate agent when they're calling on that particular agent and trying to build a relationship is they're going to say, "Oh, I just do listings." Really? That's what. Uh, yeah. It's just an easy one. Oh, I just do listings. It's kind of like when you walk into the Gucci store <laughs> oh, and that looking. sales rep attacks you. And just you're like, looking. I'm just looking. Shit. Believe me, I'm just looking. Yeah, No, you're not. <laughs> I've, I've seen how you dress. No, I know. Gucci's not my thing. I'm a Louis Vuitton guy. Okay. Well, you walk into the Louis store. Yeah, still. I'm, hey, shout out Rich Tucker, who oh, is, yeah, who is a guest. He's a huge Louis, Louis guy. guy. I know. Me and Rich can have conversations. On okay. Side, yeah. 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 All right. So so, so, you, like Rich Tucker, yeah. are, are a Louis guy. But yeah, yeah. So you walk in the Louis store and you're like, I'm just looking. Just looking. When a loan officer calls on a realtor, like, oh, I'm j- I just do listings. I just do listings. No need. Nothing to see here. So first and foremost, bullshit. Mm. Like, you don't help buyers buy homes. You don't also get paid when you help a buyer buy a house. Hey, when you list a home for sale, 70% of the people need to move somewhere That's else. Yeah. Right now, some people, you're listing a home for sale because it's their vacation property. It's an investment property. Maybe the old man died mm-hmm. and the family's selling it. Mm-hmm. So there is no one else who needs to move somewhere. Gotcha. But 70% of sellers are going to go buy something else. Mm-hmm. Okay. They more than likely are going to need a loan officer. They're, they're going to need a mortgage. Mm-hmm. So here's the rebuttal, boys and girls, ladies and gentlemen. The rebuttal is this. Oh, my goodness, John. It's so awesome that you're at a point in your career where all you focus on are listings. But I imagine as a savvy business person that you are, you're at least referring your sellers to a buyer's agent. Who are the two or three buyer's agents that you trust with your referrals? Because if you trust them with your referrals, they're obviously people I need to be connected with because I bet they're really good at their job. And I only like to work with really good people. People like you, John. Yeah. Right. I'm basically politely and professionally calling BS. I know that they're just trying to kick me to the curb. They're trying to get me off the phone. But no, don't take that. You're a sales professional. Stand up for yourself. And take action. Just so I know. So when a realtor just does listings, does that mean like, hey, they're just working with a client that's uh, looking to sell their house? So they Correct. don't need like a yes. bar. They don't need any financing. Because like, I just. Listen yeah. And if you're a realtor, that's kind of, and you're being coached, the upper echelon of realtors do prim- primarily a majority listings. Okay. Like if I was a real estate agent, my goal would be to go out there and list and sell 60 homes a year, five a month. Mm. 
but I know those 60 listings are going to create buyer leads galore, right? Because I'm going to I'm, I'm going to have opportunities to market those listings. Those listings are going to bring buyers who aren't represented yet. Mm -hmm. I'm a business person. I'm an entrepreneur. I don't want to leave money on the table. So I'm going to go out and hire not one, but two buyers agents. Those buyers agents can then work open houses. We know because we just did a show on mm -hmm. open houses and how loan officers should be working open houses and partnering with the realtors to do so. We know that open houses bring in buyers and those buyers aren't represented. And if I was the listing agent and I was bringing buyer leads in, I could ask and be granted a commission from my buyer's agents. Yeah. So then I'm getting a cut, but I'm also bringing, I'm adding value to the, to the buyer's agent because I'm doing the hard part, which is generating a lead. Yeah. yeah so okay. it's kind of a BS rebuttal gets you off the yeah, phone. Yeah. So that's a very good script to have, like, like compliment that person. Oh my gosh, that's so awesome. If I was a realtor, I would only want to do listings too. Yeah, sure. I sometimes would throw in a joke. I would only want to do listings and I would only accept cash offers. You know, <laughs> ha, 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 ha. Oh, yeah. But, well, let me ask you then. I know you're too savvy of a business person to be passing up on the buyer leads. What do you do when your seller wants to buy a house? Who do you refer them to? Because mm. that's who, do you have any buyer's agents? Because those are people that I want to get with. Gotcha. All right, so that's, that's, that's an easy one. Okay. All right, the second one. What do you think a, a common rebuttal would be for a realtor? Ah, uh, thank you for your call, but I already have my preferred uh, guy or gal. Yeah. Yeah, I already have someone. Mm -hmm. All right. You ready for that rebuttal, John? I am ready. John, that is fantastic, and I fully anticipated that. Like, there's no way someone of your magnitude in this market would not have at least one. I bet you probably have two people that are your go-tos. Why, thank you, Dustin. Yeah. Here's the thing. Have you heard of Tom Brady? Yeah, I've heard of him. Best quarterback of all time. Yeah, the GOAT? Yeah. Do you know that Tom Brady has a backup? I mean, yeah, he has a basket. I don't don't ask me his name. Okay, yeah. guess what? Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo. Do you know who that is? Yeah. Jimmy Garoppolo is the starting quarterback for the San Francisco 49ers. Yeah. He was Tom Brady's backup. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's that's how good. So Tom Brady has a backup. Yeah. And I'm I'm saying that because you may be the Tom Brady, mm -hmm. but you need a backup. Your lender may may be your Tom Brady, but they still need a backup. Yeah. The reason why I'm calling you today is yes. Ultimately, my goal is to have a relationship like you already have. I'm not looking to disrupt that relationship, John. I, I understand that monogamy works great with marriages. Monogamy doesn't necessarily work great in the business world. You need to have multiple tools in your tool belt. You need to have backups, just like Tom Brady has a backup. So you have your go-to loan officer, but at one point, your loan officer may get sick, they may go on vacation, or they may just not have a tool that I have. So the reason why I'm calling is, look, I don't want to necessarily ask you to drop what you're doing and just automatically make me your starting quarterback. But I would like the opportunity to sit down with you and discuss how I could potentially bring value to your business, even if it is just being the backup, being the guy or the girl who holds the clipboard and puts on a headset and calls in place. Right? I mean, that's there's there's nothing wrong with going into it that way, but you have to be able to do so professionally and politely. And I love using the I want to add some tools to your tool belt. Mm -hmm. Your number one lender has certain tools and you have a relationship with him or her that I respect. And that's the type of relationship I'm trying to build with my realtor partners. But I understand that using the same analogy, Tom Brady started as a backup. As a backup. Yeah. He didn't just start as Tom Brady. Yeah. No, he was Drew Bledsoe's backup. Yeah. A almost Hall of Fame quarterback. I don't think Drew Bledsoe's mm -hmm. in the in the Hall of Fame, but he he had that type of career where he could have at least been mentioned in certain circles. Yeah. 
right? So it's like, you know, this is what I'm trying to do. And man, we're served. There may be some things that I can do or I'm willing to do that. Yeah, XYZ that, person that isn't willing. Yes. Yep. For example, going back to football, <laughs> yeah. Tom Brady does not run the football. <laughs> yeah. Except for, hold on. QB sneaks QB all day. QB sneaks all day. He's one of the best ever yeah. Yeah. at converting fourth mm -hmm. and shorts. Mm -hmm. But he doesn't run the ball the way Lamar does, mm -mm. right? He doesn't run the ball the way that um, Patrick Mahomes Patrick Mahomes does. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, so, again, there's certain tools in, your, in mm -hmm. my tool belt. Maybe your lender does not pre-qualify people on Thanksgiving. Guess what? I will. But guess what? You might. Yeah. Yeah, maybe your lender doesn't necessarily take calls on, on weekends. Maybe your, your lender doesn't work open houses. Maybe your lender doesn't have a certain product that I just do. Mm-hmm. Hey, I have this product called the Wealth Builder. It's 100% financing up to a $750,000 loan amount, and the minimum FICO is seven hundred. dollars Whoa, what? Yeah, huh? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I got your attention, huh? Yeah. Yes. And that is something I have used. Now, obviously, not everyone has that product, yeah. but if you have a product that does that, then you know, throw some stuff after. Throw some crap against the wall yeah. to see what sticks. But your, your ultimate is you're acknowledging that you are looking for a backup role and you're acknowledging that everyone in life needs a backup for sure right the president has a backup vp yes they have a vp i mean there's is there is there a certain number that top realtors always have baseline like top realtors always have two to three preferred lenders that they always go to is there no okay. there's a bs um not rule of thumb but i'll call it a rule of thumb that realtors are taught oh you should always prefer three Okay. Right. N never, never put your name and reputation on the line that you could be deemed that you're steering. I call that BS. Like I really do. Look, you may have three lenders, but when you refer, refer one, right? When I go to refer a realtor, would that realtor want me to refer three? Hey, John, you and your wife are looking to list your house. Let me give you Susan, Rusty and Dave and call all three. No, I may think highly of Susie, Rusty, and Dave, but I look at John, I look at where he lives, I look at his personality, what he's trying to accomplish. I'm like, hey, Dave's your guy. Mm -hmm. Hey, John, look, I work with 30, 40 different realtors, and there's a handful that I would refer to my friends and family, but for what you're trying to get done, I think Dave's your guy. Mm -hmm. Now, look, you can go online and find another 10,000 realtors in our local market, mm -hmm. and feel free to do so. But if I were to sell my house and I was in your situation, that, that, would be, that would be my first phone call. This is how I want to be referred. So do you ask me the question, do realtors, they should have two or three trusted vendors for, for every aspect of the process. Mm -hmm. I hope they don't refer all three at the same time. Gotcha. Right. So yes, if you're a top producing realtor, you should definitely have, because this, this person may not do down payment assistance well. So you may have someone that you, you go to down payment assistance. This person may not speak a foreign language. And if you have someone who speaks, for example, Spanish, you may need to, Hey, this is who I go to for, for Spanish speaking. And you know, you may have someone that you're like, Hey, that person, I can only trust with my engineers or my people who are in the Dave Ramsey fan club. Mm -hmm. Now, ideally as a loan officer, I'm going to coach you. You should be able to do all of those things. If you don't speak Spanish, you should have a loan partner who does, right? You should be able to deal with the first time home buyer down payment assistance, as well as the super affluent or the Dave Ramseyite or, mm -hmm. or the, the engineer yeah. as a loan officer, I want to go out and position myself to the real, to the real estate community. I'm like, look, I'm one-stop shopping. Yeah. I do everything from a $40,000 USDA condo to a multi-million dollar purchase for one of the local sports professionals. Yeah. 
but um, realtors, I don't know how I got on that, that, that I, tangent. Because yeah, you asked yeah. me the question, I'm like, oh, right. I started like right. uh, hyperventilating and going into some kind of like a epileptic, epileptic sh- Oh my, uh, you can't even. I cannot, it. I can, that word just butchers my tongue. Epileptic. Ep- Epile- epileptic seizure. Yeah, that one, Sean. It's the warning that, that had before that. video games now. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Do they really? Yeah, because it's it's flashing lights. All right. Okay, so, script number, next one. All right, so I promised three, right? We've yeah. only done two. Yeah. This one's gonna be less of a script, that's why I added it to the back. Okay. To the back. Okay. But it's more of less like Jason was asking me. This was all via text, and it's so difficult sometimes to communicate via text. So, mm-hmm. um, that's why we do episodes. We can talk talk <laughs> yeah, it through. Yeah, you know, right. this isn't like trying to read a blog that's yeah. seventeen uh, pages long. What do I do when there's already a preferred lender? <clears throat> like you know, KW has a preferred lender, whether it's movement, whether it's KW mortgage, who knows? Mm-hmm. Remax has a preferred lender. There's some lender in that particular office paying the owner and the broker money. Mm-hmm. Okay. My experience tells me no big deal. No big deal. Now, this is talking about real estate offices. If it's a home builder and that home builder owns the mortgage company, mm-hmm. It's a bigger deal Mm -hmm. because what happens in new construction is that nine times out of 10, the home builder is going to offer this massive financial incentive Mm -hmm. for the home buyer to use their mortgage company. And that massive financial incentive is so great that you're just not going to be able to overcome it. Mm -hmm. So there's nothing you can do. Candle in the sun. My rule of thumb is that if the financial incentive is greater than 100 basis points, And for my listeners who have not mastered mortgage math yet, first, you need to, but B, 100 basis points equals 1%. So if the financial incentive is greater than 1% of the purchase price, you're probably never going to have an opportunity to win that deal. If the financial incentive from the home builder to the buyer is less than 100 basis points or less than 1%, you might have a shot. You might have a shot. Yes. But I want to talk more about what do you do and how do you react to, well, that real estate office already has an in-house lender or... That particular realtor that I'm calling on works for a particular brokerage that has an in-house lender. Mm -hmm. These are things I need you to understand as mortgage professionals. A fantastic capture rate of that buyer business is 20%. For example, the brokerage sells 100 homes a month. Well, I know that on average, 50% of those were listings, and we as lenders don't really have an opportunity to consistently be referred business on listings. Mm-hmm. So that means there was 50 buy side transactions that the in-house lender had an opportunity to, to capture. Best case, I mean, they're crushing it. They're gonna capture 20%. Okay. I know you're not a math major, John, Sorry, but I'm just gonna tell you, Thank 20% you. of 50 is 10. Thank you. Okay. okay. So the in-house got their fair share. And by the way, if they got 10, they freaking crushed it. Okay. That LO's making bank. Yeah. Now. If you're the in-house lender, please understand this. Your mortgage company is paying that broker owner dollars to, get you. to be in there, yeah. to have the, a somewhat of a captive audience. You're probably getting reduced basis points, right? You might not be making 110 basis points. You may be making 65 or 75 basis points, but you're still doing 10 transactions. You're still making really good income. Mm-hmm. But there's still 40 more transactions yeah. that went somewhere else. Yeah, where'd those go? Just crumbs on the table? They just. They're... Well, the agents, 
Well, A, you're not going to capture all the buyer business. Like some people pay cash, right? 20% of those 50 paid cash. So really that left 40 financial transactions of which the in-house lender rocks, which may be true. It may be totally false. Mm. Not all in-house lenders rock. Sometimes in-house lenders are newer at their craft, which means they may be less skilled. Mm. They may not be coached. They may not be experienced. Right. Nothing wrong with that because we'll have to start somewhere. But as a competitor, you should know what you're up against going into it. So we started with 50 buy side transactions in this example. We said 10 of them are going to go to cash. So that means we have 40 financeable. The in-house lender captured 10 of the 40. So now we're down to 30. There's still 30 transactions in there. So never, ever, ever, ever allow the fact that some mortgage company is paying that broker to be in there as a, as a deterrent to why you shouldn't call on individual agents. But what you need to do is you need to call on individual agents. This isn't a, hey, I'm going to stop by and try to get in front of an office meeting. No, they're not going to give you office meeting time when there's a competing lender paying them money. But keep in mind, who are they paying money to, John, do you think? The mortgage, com like the company? Yeah, like who's the mortgage company paying money to? Are they paying money to John the realtor and Susan the realtor? Well, and buying, aren't they paying KW? They yeah, yeah, they're paying the broker owner. Yeah. The broker owner is getting paid. Not Those individual uh, agents who are 1099 aren't necessarily getting paid. Gotcha. Okay, so what is their allegiance? They don't really doesn't behoove them to recommend them if no. the cash fall doesn't really ever hit their no. bank account. And by the way, it is illegal to pay someone for a referral. Oh, so what the mortgage company does is they pay the broker owner for exposure, for marketing. It's a marketing agreement. Mm -hmm. There's no guarantee that that particular lender is gonna, is gonna get any leads. They still have to earn it. Mm. But the broker owner is going to give them the opportunity to earn it by putting their marketing collateral and their swag mm -hmm. all over the place. They're going to give them access to their team meetings, access to their trainings, access to their agents. Mm -hmm. And obviously, the broker owner is going to promote that mortgage company to their agents, right? That's, that's what they're paying for. But realtors are still independent contractors. They're still 1099. So we as mortgage lenders might not be able to have access to the entire branch, but I can pick this person up and pick up this... Well, maybe I can pick them up. I don't know how big they are. Mm -hmm. I can pick up my phone and call this person individually and I can get one-on-one -on -one with them. And if I get one-on-one -on -one and they and they tell me that, oh, well, I have an in-house lender, well, I know that could very well just be a smokescreen. It could just be a shield. It's a form of a rebuttal. I need to be equipped to say, yeah, I'm, very, I, I'm cognizant that you have an in-house lender, but what I've realized uh, throughout my career is that the in-house lender only has so much bandwidth. They can only help so many home buyers and do so many loans. And in most cases, when a real estate office has an in-house lender, I know that a great capture rate is 20%. That means they're only capturing 20% of the buyer business. They're only equipped to help 20% of the buyers. So the reason why I'm reaching out to you is I want the opportunity to A, work with the 80% that's not being captured by the in-house lender. But more importantly, I may have a couple of tools in my tool belt or a way of doing business that's different than, than the in-house lender. Maybe you, you understand the in-house lender's allegiance maybe to the broker owner and not to the individual agent. And you want to get belly to belly and face to face with the individual agent to add value to them. Because that individual agent who's an independent contractor, who's 1099, just because they hang their license at KW today doesn't mean that it can't be with Homes and Garden tomorrow or Century 21 the next day or EXP in in two years when they finally succumb to all of the freaking recruiting that they're getting that's that's happening to them. Mm -hmm. 
right? So like as a loan officer, I want to recognize this. I need to have this data and have this knowledge to formulate the best rebuttal. You'll be like, hey, John, yeah, I, I understand that you have an in-house lender, but also know is that a lot of times in-house lender doesn't bring individual value to agents. And I'm looking to bring individual value to you in your business. How can I help you sell more homes? Hmm. Right? What I recognize is the in-house lender might not necessarily have the bandwidth, whether it's through programs and products or even with time to dedicate to you and your buyers. And I wanna sit down and discuss what it is that you're trying to accomplish, but talk to you about how I operate, right? Like I'm just looking for my way. I wanna be respectful. Mm -hmm. you know, yeah, you know what? I understand you, you have an in-house relationship. I wanna be respectful. That's why I was hoping that maybe you and I could meet offsite, maybe somewhere like Starbucks next week. Does Tuesday work or Thursday work? Mm -hmm. Does 10 a.m. or 2 p.m. work? Right, and these are just common scripts I need to start practicing. These are rebuttals against smoke screens. And finally, I'm gonna leave everyone with this nugget that we can conclude this show because I'm starting to get hungry and I okay. wanna go get me one of those uh, uh, pokey bowls from Bento, which is like my go-to for lunch these days. Um, except for they kind of made me angry because they stopped using brown rice and the only option is white rice. Mm. And I can just you, prefer- Can't even pay extra for brown rice? No, can't even pay extra, I tried. Trash. I tried. All right, um, and I think I, mean, I pimped this book out thousands of times and I pimped this particular- Never heard of him. Ne never, <laughs> never, it starts with never, never split the difference. <laughs> but here's, here's a quick, easy go-to to get someone to take your phone call. Ring, 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 John, you pick up. Hello. Hey, John, this is Dustin with Waterstone Mortgage. How you doing today? I'm doing good, Dustin. Hey, is now a bad time to talk? Uh, uh, no. Perfect. Hey, the reason why I'm calling is, and then I go right into my script. Yes, shout out to Chris Falls. Shout out to Never Split the Difference. Um, it's interesting because I'm a big fan of the book. I'm a big fan of what they teach because they teach you what to say, right? Not necessarily how to say it as well. They actually teach how to say it as well, but um, they teach you what to say. Mm -hmm. And my friends over at Sandler Training and my friends with Homevestors, I was on a text thread with both of them. And they were pimping out the book. I'm like, guys, I think it's awesome you're pimping out the book, but you're like two years behind. Yeah. You're two years behind. This yeah. book's like, you know, at this point, yeah. yeah. But I was happy to see that. That's good. I was happy to see that someone else, because that just means I'm not crazy. Well, don't use, make sure they don't use the Jedi mind tricks on you. Well, they, they will and they'll work. I should have known this back in the day, like in high school, asking out girls, be like, hey, hey. Hey, hey oh, would I'm it be crazy? Hey, would it be crazy if I, Yeah. hey, what? I already have a boyfriend. Hey, let me tell you something, everybody. <laughs> needs a backup yeah maybe not now but hey i'll be there ready and waiting god i should have heard this yeah. oh, let, let me do this when and if that ever doesn't work out i want to be your first phone call yes but but don't take my word for it kelly yeah becky yeah don't take don't listen <laughs> don't, to me. Don't, don't don't take my word for it let's do this just as friends yeah just as friends let's you and i let's just go you know we, grab we, lunch one day with applebee's yeah we'll Apple. go to applebee's yeah. We'll just grab a snack yeah. and uh, let's get to know each other. Let me figure out what it is that you're looking for. Right. Let, let me figure out what you're about. So maybe if it doesn't work out with <laughs> Tommy or whoever, with Dewan, then, yeah. then, you know, I can slide in there, you know? Yes. Gosh, I did, <laughs> God, where was this podcast when I was in elementary and middle school? I, I don't. Elementary school? I don't know. Is that right? Did you have game in elementary school? I'm, I'm sorry. Again, I don't have kids. So is an elementary school and middle, like one let's, through eight? Let, let's start like, this is like high school stuff. This is high school. This would be okay, high school okay. stuff. Okay. You, you weren't, 
I don't know. I, I thought in middle I had... school, you're asking Gordon to go out with you, but you weren't going anywhere. No, it was you're like, like oh, after recess. You go out with me? We walk over in the corner at recess. Yeah, we go out with me. I'm like, you used to pass notes. Yeah. Oh, Valentine's Day, you used to give the little things, the card, Valentine's Day cards. Yeah. All right, we got to tell you off track. Let me wrap this thing up. That's good. What I was getting at is, I like the the script for getting someone to say yes to to a meeting, yeah. or to get someone to to say yes to talking to you. And what it is, is you want to ask questions where you elicit no as the answer. You want no. You want to hear no. Right? People want to tell you no. So ask questions in a manner that no is the answer you want. So if I want John to talk to me, I don't want to say to John, hey, John, do you have time to talk? Yeah. Well, no. No. Mm, yeah. No. Oh, okay. Hey, when, when's a good time? Yeah, I don't know. Try me tomorrow. Done. No, that's, that's not John. No. You're not even... Yeah. You're not even picking up what I'm putting down. Yeah, yeah, I'm saying it's done. Yeah, it's done. Yeah. So what you want to ask is, John, is now a bad time to talk? Hey, John, it's Dustin with Waterstone Mortgage. Is now a bad time to talk? Mm -hmm. uh, and you probably say, no, nah, I mean, I got five minutes. What's up? Yeah. Like, I only have five minutes. But if I said, hey, John, do you have a couple minutes to chat? No, nah, man, I'm going to walk into a meeting. Yeah. Yeah. So you want to ask questions that elicit a no. That's a little nugget on top of the rest of the rebuttals and the scripts that hopefully we shared with you all today that you will find value in, that you will begin to practice, then you'll implement. The more you practice, the more you implement, the better you will get. Yes. I'm Dustin Owen. He's Tom Brady's backups, backups, backup. Yes. You have tuned in to Lone Officer Podcast. Do us a favor. If you like what we're doing, share us. Share. Like us. Like. If you're on YouTube, comment. Comment and subscribe. Follow us on social. We yes. are everywhere except Pinterest. Yes. And we'd love to hear from you. If you have show suggestions, let us know. If we're not doing something that's up to your caliber, let us know. And I've been teasing it for too long. This is not my thing. I just didn't anticipate that building a freaking website would take forever. Just stay tuned. TLOPonline.com or theloanofficerpodcast.com will be launched by the end of 2021. Yep. Um, we're getting down to just the small details. So um, started, sorry to string you all along. But that's all the time we have for you today. We'll catch you in the next episode. Peace.